Hi there, I'm Pastor Rod Fair of North Douglas Church here in Victoria, BC. Today, this is part nine of our summer series, All About Jesus, and today we're gonna to talk about Jesus' power to heal. And the title of the sermon is Jesus Heals. You see, as followers of Jesus Christ, we believe that he performed many miracles and healings when he was ministering amongst people, teaching his disciples, and walking throughout Israel, showing people how to connect with God. And ultimately, we believe that Jesus still heals today and are encouraging people to have faith by asking Jesus to heal them of their pains and their difficulties. I want to be right up front about some of the COVID issues that we are facing here in our area of British Columbia. You see, our provincial government has recently passed two orders uh, that affect us in the areas of health. The first one is about vaccines for COVID-19, and that is that uh, come into September, they are going to begin to require people in our province to have a vaccine passport, a proof of vaccination in order to do some non-essential uh, socializing and gathering in certain places like uh, in a theater or uh, in uh, a restaurant to dine together. And uh, one of the other things that, of course, that is uh, happened and that is another order is about the mask mandate and that has just happened that throughout our province when you're inside of a building uh, in a public gathering then you are required to wear uh, a face mask. Now I want to make sure that you understand that churches are exempt from both of these uh, of these mandates and orders and so at the present time if you come to a worship service you don't have to wear a mask uh, you're free to, to worship without a mask, and you don't have to show your proof of vaccination. In fact, I would remind you that, uh, you know, we are open to accept people from, from every background, every walk of life, and that there is no uh, requirement uh, for you in order to be able to attend a worship service. We simply want you to be able to come. And so we are under no restriction uh, regarding uh, being able to gather uh, in those things. Uh, saying that, if, if there's any reason that you feel that you should wear a mask while you're entering into the church building, then you're free to do so. But there are others that uh, will choose not to do that. And the same is true of vaccination. There are some people that have been vaccinated and others that won't be and uh, or can't be. And so they are still free to enter here. And if, if you uh, find that that's a difficulty for you, then that is uh, something that you can uh, take into consideration and you can still follow us online. You can find uh, the sermons and the various announcements and teachings on our website, northdouglaschurch.com. And of course, you uh, can find all of these uh, messages on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and the sermons are all posted on podcast as well. So we want people to be able to engage in worship on all different settings. Now, saying that, you know, within the areas of COVID-19 that we are living with, um, we still want to be able to come to Jesus for healing. And uh, that is not restricted by anything that's going on in the world. We can always come to God and ask for prayer for all kinds of things. And um, I want you to know that uh, 
of all the prayer requests that we receive in the church, whether it is for a prayer meeting or whether people are phoning and asking or emailing and asking for prayer requests, I would say the majority, by far the majority, is for physical healing. That people are struggling in some way with their body and they're coming and asking for help from God in this particular area. And that is crucial for us to consider our spiritual faith and our walk with God in relation to calling on God for help. That we understand that Jesus is the healer. Now, this is the main point of my message today and uh, and what we're going to act on uh, at the end of this message. And that is simply this, that, that Jesus heals. Ask him to heal your pain or difficulty. The things that you're going through in your life that we can come to God and we can say, God, we are struggling with these things. Can you help us? Will you help us? Will you heal my body of these particular issues? Will you help me when I'm feeling weak? Will you strengthen me in areas that are broken? And this is where we come to God and we say, heal me, please. And so I I want you to know that Jesus is the healer. And at the end of this message, I'm encouraging you to call on God for healing. If you uh, need to do that in a physical manner and you're at a church service, then we invite people to come forward. We're going to pray over them. And we're going to invite God's power by the Holy Spirit to come and really invade their body in a way that brings God's spiritual power to bear uh, upon the brokenness that's there. If you're uh, farther away or you're watching or listening to this uh, online, then we encourage you to send an email, prayer at northdouglaschurch.com. And if you do that, then we're going to pray for you and ask God to meet you and, and heal you and and really bring God's power to bear in your circumstance so that there is an answer to your prayer. Colossians 1 uh, verse 15 says this, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority. All things have been created through him, and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Now, Paul wrote that to the church as an encouragement about Jesus as the Son of God and the power that he holds within all of creation. Not just what was done, but is currently being done in holding all things together. And that includes our physical body. That Jesus is the the power in creation that holds all things together. That is, my very life is in God's hands. And that is, Jesus knows the number of my days. He knows what I'm going to need in order to serve him throughout my life. And he is able to supply everything I need, including the strength and the health that is necessary for me to be able to continue to serve him faithfully throughout all of my life. And so I know that we can come to God and ask him for healing. Jesus did many healings while he was ministering on the earth. Matthew chapter 4 says this, Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom, and he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick. 
And where, whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went, people from Galilee, the ten towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan. I want you to notice this very important phrase in Matthew's summary of Jesus' ministry, that he went through all the different regions and he was healing people of all different diseases. And he says, Matthew says, he healed them all. There was nothing that was too difficult for Jesus to come and to be able to bring God's power to bear and bring healing into the lives of those that were seeking him. In Luke chapter 5, it talks about a man that uh, had leprosy. Uh, he was contagious with this disease and people didn't want to be near him. They didn't want to be anywhere close to a leper. In fact, many of people in that area were afraid of people with that disease. And so the man approaches Jesus and says, if you're willing, you can heal me. And Jesus said, I am willing. And he literally touched the man, the contagious man, and healed him right there. And uh, of course, there was great rejoicing. The man was happy to be healed. And Jesus sent him on, a, on his way. He was healed because he dared to ask Jesus. There was a woman in, in Luke chapter 8. Luke records a story. And uh, she was in a big crowd of people as Jesus was going to uh, minister to a different family. And she believed that Jesus could heal her. Now, she had been subject to bleeding for years. And uh, she had this particular condition. She went up uh, quietly or within the crowd without being noticed and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. She just reached out and grabbed it, believing that she could be healed if she just touched him. And Jesus felt that power go out of him and he stopped and went, who touched me? Well, in the big crowd of people, that was quite the amazing thing to say. And the disciples said, hey, there's lots of people that are jostling you, touching you. He said, no, no, though somebody touched me that there was an intent behind it. And she was instantly healed and she came forward and confessed what she had done. And Jesus said, by your faith, you're healed. Go in peace. And then he continued on his way and that same chapter tells about him ministering in the home of a synagogue ruler and the fact that the, the child, his daughter, had died. And uh, he went into that home and raised her from the dead. There was nothing that was too difficult for Jesus. There was, there was no condition that was too much. Even death was reversed because of the power of God flowing through Jesus Christ. He is able to heal any condition. Now, as we look about our world, we see all kinds of conditions. There's a huge amount of sickness and brokenness in our world. As we look around, we see that there is a lot of physical harm that's come from natural disasters, that there has been earthquakes and tornadoes and people that have been injured due to physical things. Uh, there's been unclean drinking water and there's been issues uh, around many different kinds of fires in our area and the smoke that causes difficulties for people. You know, Natural disasters will happen all over the world and we see a lot of brokenness, but there is much more trauma from, from the results of war. And wars are happening and skirmishes are happening in different parts of the world where there might be terrorism, there might be outright warfare between armies. 
And the truth is there's a lot of harm that comes in the midst of that, a lot of pain and a lot of suffering. And then, of course, there's just ill intent by other people. There are some people that have evil intent and they cause harm to others. There is brokenness everywhere we look. I want you to understand that God created the world at the beginning to be perfect. I mean, it says in Genesis that when he created all of these things, he called them good. But within that setting and creating mankind, he gave people the choice. Uh, they could obey and honor the Lord God, or they could go their own way. And uh, Adam, that first man that God created, uh, made a decision and a choice uh, to follow his own way. And even though he was told not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he did that. Uh, in that garden. And there was a separation that came between him and God, his creator. And there was literally a curse that was placed upon all mankind because of the disobedience of Adam. Because sin came into the world and it brought a curse of death. And that death brought that brokenness into our world in so many different ways. And along with that death uh, and the disease that comes with with physical death, there's also a spiritual death. There was that separation from God and there was a brokenness in that relationship spiritually. And that trickled down, of course, uh, through the soul of man and into the body of, of mankind. And so we have uh, this life in our body and we are destined to die. And the ultimate disaster, of course, is that people would not only die physically, but that they would die spiritually. And so that when their life is over and their soul returns to God, that within that spiritual realm, that there's a judgment and a separation from God. God doesn't want that to happen. He, he never wanted that to happen. And so he sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, in order to come into the difficulty of uh, the struggle of mankind this very physical life that we are in the body, but also this spiritual life and this connection with God, how could that be repaired? And so God sent his one and only son to be a sacrifice for the sin, to be a sacrifice for the brokenness in our world, that there would be a repair in our spiritual relationship and that that, again, would trickle down to our soul and to our very physical body. Now, there are still are all kinds of things that happen in our world and uh, Christians and non-Christians alike suffer through uh, wars and thefts and mistreatment by others. And there's disease and famine and other things that happen that speak of our brokenness. Even though Jesus has uh, come and caused this uh, redemption to happen. He has died on a cross for sin and he has taken the punishment uh, for all of mankind. There still is this living out of this physical curse that we are under. But you know, that curse has been broken through Jesus Christ, and we need to learn to uh, live in a way that would have faith in God for the breaking off of that curse. And that includes even physical disease. And I believe that we can come to Jesus Christ for salvation of our soul, but we also have trust in him for eternal life into eternity, that one day we will be united with God, our relationship will, will be together with him, but also we will receive a new body. Even though we would die in this body, 
we would receive a, a brand new body that's completely restored and designed uh, in perfection as God has meant it to be. Eternal life does not just begin when we, when we die from this life and we enter into uh, eternity. Eternal life starts right now when we place our faith in Jesus Christ. We live in the life that Jesus gives. You see, Isaiah chapter 53 says this, He was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquity. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. This is such an important passage because it speaks of the salvation that we receive, not just in a spiritual fashion, but also in a physical fashion. That one day we will be united with God because of the punishment that Jesus took. He bore our sin and our sorrow and our disease and our weakness. That the the things that happened to him in the physical resulted in spiritual life for us. But it also translates that we will receive physical life because of that. And so we believe as followers of Jesus Christ in the removal of the curse of sin. And that includes in our physical bodies that we don't need to live under, under that curse. And so if, if the curse that you are facing is cancer, then I am encouraging you today to ask God to remove that curse. Remove that curse from, from your body. If the curse that you are facing is about depression, then what is happening in your mind to ask God for his peace, to be able to come in under the peace of God, and to have that renewal in your spirit that translates into your physical body in your mind. If you are facing the the curse of arthritis and you see that your physical body has been worn down over time and that there are pieces that literally feel broken inside of you, then I encourage you to come and ask God to restore that which is broken, to remove that curse Uh, from your body. If you are facing uh, weakness due to old age, uh, I mean, we know that one day we will all die of old age, but then we will be raised again, renewed in new life with a new body. But in the meantime, you can ask God to remove that curse of weakness to give you strength to be able to serve him for the length of your days. Whatever the curse that you face, then we can come and be confident that Jesus Christ has paid for that curse through his body, through his blood, that he has made a sacrifice for us. And so we come asking, we come calling on God. Romans chapter 8 says this, And Christ lives within you, so even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you've been made right with God. The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, he will give life to your mortal body by this same Spirit living in you. You know, since it is by God's Spirit that we live by faith and that we trust in him, we should ask Jesus to manifest his power within our physical bodies as well as in our spirit. We can come to Jesus and ask him for healing. And so while we are still subject to physical death, I believe that the curse 
is broken through Jesus Christ and that we are free to live by the Spirit of God. And I'm encouraging you to come calling on the name of the Lord, asking for that liberty through Jesus. Now, let's talk about uh, doctors and governments and, and just the pathways to healing. You see, I believe that God has given us many human pathways to healing. Um, we have scientists who are continually researching. They're exploring areas of health so that they can discover how God has built things, how things work, so that the, the problems in the world, the problems with the physical body, can be repaired. You know, for instance, I know many people that have had a heart surgery. Now, in days gone by, that was a very complicated procedure. But in these present times, research has made it such a simpler thing that if someone has a heart attack and they need a stent put in to open up an artery, that that's a fairly minor procedure. Well, not minor, but you know, understand it's fairly simple compared to what it was. And we can be grateful for the scientists and the researchers that discovered how to do that. We can be thankful, and I am thankful for many doctors who who go about helping people in the areas of health. That I don't know all the things and how my body works, but doctors have done much study and they give counsel to those that are looking to be healthy and to live a healthy lifestyle. And we should be grateful for all of those methods and means in which we can maintain our physical health through these matters and through these people that will help us. I believe that the medical community has our interest at heart. Now, I am grateful for the country that I live in. In Canada here, we, we have a medical system which anyone can come and receive care. And that's not true of everywhere in the world. And so we can be thankful for that which we receive and where, where we live. And I think we need to be grateful to God for that which he has given to us. And so I can go to a doctor with very little difficulty. Uh, I can make an appointment and we can have a conversation about my health and how my body is doing in the midst of what I'm doing in my life, in my age. And I'm thankful for that. But saying all that, even with all of the human knowledge and effort that goes behind our medical system, it's always going to come as second best to God's knowledge. I mean, God is the creator of all things. God knows everything. And so when it comes to my own physical health, why shouldn't I come to God first? Why shouldn't I come to God and say, God, I need help in this? Even though I will ask doctors for advice and help and, and guidance, I can come to God and say, God, I need your healing power. I need your strength for what I'm going through at the current time. And so I am asking you to call on the name of the Lord for the sake of your own healing. And so we need to ask Jesus. We need to come asking. In James chapter 5, James wrote to the church and said, Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. And if they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sin to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective. You know, in our, our church, when we pray for one another, when we have the elders pray over people that are ill, we do use oil. 
as a sign of the Holy Spirit's work in uh, someone's life, and we anoint them with oil and we ask God to come by his power and heal their difficulty, to give them the strength in places where there's only weakness, to repair that which is broken. And so we believe that God gives us strength in areas where there is, is trouble. Now, people will say, well, what if I'm prayed for and I'm not healed? Well, I am encouraging you to pray again, to come again, to continually keep on coming back to God. I mean, if we're talking about asking God for direction and we don't receive the answer right away, wouldn't we come and ask God for, again, where should I go or what decision should I make? We continually ask God for things like that. Why shouldn't we ask God again in terms of healing for our bodies? In fact, there was a story of a, of a man who, who was blind and was asking Jesus for healing. And this is what happened in Mark chapter 8. When they arrived at Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to Jesus and they begged him to touch the man and heal him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Then spitting on the man's eyes, he laid his hands on him and asked, Can you see anything now? And the man looked around. Yes, he said, I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. And then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again, and his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored, and he could see everything clearly. And Jesus sent him away, saying, Don't go back to the village on your way home. Now, I tell you that story in Jesus' life simply to remind you that sometimes you need to ask again. We need to come to God and say, God, this is not quite the way it's meant to be. It's not the way that you designed it to be. Would you heal me completely? And we can come asking, continually calling on the name of the Lord for the strength we need to be able to live in this body and to serve him the best that we possibly can. Don't be afraid to ask. Keep on asking. And if healing takes some time, if your body needs some time to respond, then that's fine. If it happens instantaneously, then that's fine. We can rejoice in the fact that God is working in our lives, helping us to serve him, even through the healing of the physical body. I'm going to pray for you in a few moments, but again, remind you that um, we are just going to spend some time praying. And if you have a request, you can send that prayer request to prayer at northdouglaschurch.com, and uh, we'll pray over your needs. But I'm going to pray just a, a prayer of faith right now, asking God for his healing power. And if you have uh, an illness in your body or concern that you are praying over, then I'm just asking you to raise that up to God as I pray today. And we're going to call on the name of the Lord for healing. Father God, we are thankful. We are thankful that Jesus heals. And we pray today that you would continue to do your work in healing our body. We want to be able to serve you with strength and energy, having all that we are dedicated to you. And so I pray today for all of those that are within hearing of my voice, that they would be raised up today, that as they lift up their need to you, that you would bring it, your power to bear in the physical part of their body that they're concerned with and that you would bring healing in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you would restore, that you would remove the curse of sin and death and the brokenness in this world. And in the case of the physical body, that you would really 
uh, restore that which is broken, that which is not working correctly, God. If you need to replace things that are uh, malfunctioning, God, we ask you to do that. If you need to cause uh, healing and restoring uh, in the immune system, God, to fight disease, we ask you to do that. God, if you are coming to literally remove parts that are diseased and broken, we ask that they would be removed in the name of Jesus. We pray that healing would flow to your people as they call on your name, and so we ask you to heal. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you are, for how you have saved our soul and you have given us eternal life. And we pray today that we would live in that life from now on and evermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here for this teaching and for listening to me today. I pray that if you have uh, any other prayer requests, send them to me by email, but also send me your answers to prayer. And if there's things that have happened and God has done a work in your life, I'd love to hear about it and we can rejoice together. God bless you as you uh, go. Have a great day.
never stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, oh, it's because you are good